Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Much Coach Dreamer, as always, it's an honor and a privilege to share this platform with you. I truly do appreciate your labor of love. Thank you so much. Thank you to those of you that have invested the time to dial in this morning and get uh, some words of wisdom to help keep you encouraged, uh, equipped, and empowered for your personal and professional journeys. So I'm going to go right on into today's topic. We are still building on integrity. We've discussed structural integrity on yesterday, and today's topic is going to be the construction of your structural integrity. How is your structural integrity constructed? How was that done? How was that engineered? And uh, I want to recap a little bit of what we shared. Um, I know I got a little excited yesterday. I think I was on like cloud 20. Yesterday, so sometimes I go to talking a little fast and everybody might not get what I said. So we're going to recap a little bit because I want to make sure you guys have a clear picture about the structural integrity because even as I um, meditated on this more yesterday throughout the night, um, I just really was, was, was full of how this comes together and how it truly looks for us as leaders to understand that we are a structure and we have components. And having those components and understanding that we are made of them gives us the ability to have a clearer picture of how to operate in society, how to operate in the marketplace, because everything starts with us. It starts with the individual who has been constructed. It's not the particular item or the component. And many times we spend a lot of time trying to fix components when we don't spend the time fixing the main structure, and that's us. So we've covered that structural integrity is the ability of a structure to withstand its intended load without failing to fracture or fatigue. We also know that integrity means the state of being whole or undivided. We also learned that structural integrity is used in engineering to produce items that will serve their designed purposes and remain functional for a desired service life. We also know that we are leaders whose chief engineer produced us to serve a designed purpose and has ordained us to remain functional for a predetermined service life. We also learn that structures are items with many components, and the structural integrity of the main structure impacts the component, and the structural integrity of the component impact the main structure. Leaders are structured with many components. So if we know these things to be true, we understand that many times if there is some type of division or lack of wholeness in an area, whether we're experiencing outside of us, or if it's something that we're not pleased with with ourselves, we have to go back to the main structure. And the main structure is housed, or I like to say it's the heart. It's the heart of man. It's, it is the thing out of everything that everything flows for our life. It is where our values, our beliefs, our uh, perspectives are housed. And if we have any hold 
H-O-L-E-S there, that has led to us to be under, that has caused us division, that has caused us to be double-minded in anything. We are setting ourselves up for that double-mindedness to flow to every other component, whether it is a marriage component, a parenting component, a business component, whatever relationship component it is, you have to know all of those things that you've engineered have flowed from where you've been engineered. And if you have in any place allowed yourself to surrender your self-respect at the focus of self-interest or a advantage that you think you will gain, you have just surrendered yourself to a place where your structural integrity may not be fully intact. And we have to be able to go and trace that thing back to us. Because if we go in and try to fix the component, the component may be where the, the structural integrity has lost its way, but we understand that it affects the main structure. So if I go back to the main structure and find out where did I cause this to go wrong, then ultimately I can repair that component. But if I only fix the component, what happens is I don't understand how all the other components fit in. So now I might fix this component, but now that may cause something else to lose slack or to lose its weight over here. We're going to learn more because I'm going to read something to you to really understand where it comes into your structural integrity, the materials that are used. So when we understand that trying to fix a component structural integrity without going back to the main structure, without going back to the original blueprint, and taking a look at what is supposed to be of value to you. Where are your values? What is important? What is prioritized in your life? And many times we allow society over time to cause us to lay aside our self-respect, our values, what's important to us for what the world has told us is important, for what the world has told us gives us significance. For what the world tells us gives us our identity. For what the world tells us we have accomplished and achieved. And so we have lost our way. We get confused because now our structures are all out of tech. We find ourselves investing in products, services, or, or someone else's uh, vision and idea and wondering why it doesn't fit for us. Why haven't I got what I needed? Could it be that you went in looking for an advantage from them? That really doesn't serve you. Could it be that you expected them to do something for you that only you can do for yourself? And so is the dissatisfaction that has occurred simply because their lack of integrity or has it occurred because you allowed yourself to lay aside your self-respect for an advantage? So when we look at being having our structural integrity constructed, it says to construct an item with structural integrity, an engineer must first consider a material mechanical property such as toughness, strength, weight, hardness, and elasticity. And then the engineer must determine the size and shape necessary for the material to withstand the desired load for a long life. So right there, we clearly know that we have been carefully and wonderfully made. We have been constructed by an engineer 
who has taken the time to, to, to make sure he used the proper materials for each individual to ensure that we carry the right amount of toughness, strength, weight, hardness, and elasticity to stand up to what this world would bring to us. But many times we look at somebody else's size and shape and we want to judge their materials. And we then look at our size and shape, not realizing that we have been uniquely designed to only walk, serve, and fulfill an assignment that only we can do. And then we want to be shaped and sized like somebody else. We spend our time, we spend our money, we spend our efforts, we spend our energy trying to now take on their size, their shape. But the thing about it is you can never have their strength. You'll never have their toughness. You'll never be able to bear the weight or harness in on the elasticity needed that only they can do and then only you can do. Sometimes the things in our lives have come because we are carrying too much weight or maybe we're not carrying the right amount of weight we were built to carry. And so when we get these desires that lie in us, it is an urging for us to rise to a place to go back to our structural integrity and figure out what materials have I been made with. What am I supposed to be doing? What am I supposed to be contributing? How am I supposed to be serving and stewarding? What have I been called to do? And then excel at not being perfect, but being excellent. Making sure that you operate with a level of excellence, values, beliefs that you can stand by. That when they get tested and you get questioned, the higher you go in leadership, your values will get questioned. Your beliefs will get questioned. And so if you're living off somebody else's beliefs, how can you stand for them? When everybody has turned their back on you, can you still stand in what you believe? When the world and what's trending is taking you off course from what you know to be true for yourself, can you stand? Or will you conform? Will you allow your structural integrity to be lost and no longer able to even be found because you will be so far off path you can't even remember who you were? We also know here that each component's integrity must correspond with its individual application in any load-bearing structure. So we know, I just explained, that we have specific materials that's been used for us individually. That's why we all look unique. We have certain colors, sizes, our hair. We sound differently, speak differently. We've come from different backgrounds and environments that have fuel the life that we continue to live currently today. We have had experiences that some have and some haven't. That is all a part of our material makeup that is fueling our structural integrity. But when we look here, it says that a component's integrity must correspond with its individual application. So wherever you are placing your integrity by whatever you put your hands on, whatever you begin to engineer and create, whatever assignment you fulfill, you have to know that it's individual application in any load-bearing structure. So at that point, certain things are going to rise, certain situations, certain things will come up. But are you able to, be, are you operating in the proper load-bearing structure? 
I just said many of us are bearing weight that's not ours, or we're not bearing weight that we should be. Somebody else is carrying our load for us because we're not carrying what we should be. So we, an example here says a bridge support, if it's a bridge support, it needs a high yield strength. Sometimes when we talk about springs, they need elasticity. All of this goes to show us that there's different parts. We're all been called to do different things, but we have to be excellent in doing what we've been called to do. A bridge support can't give you elasticity because it's not a spring. A spring can't give you high-yielding strength because it's not a bridge support. We have to be okay with being the part that we've been called to be and continue to serve in that part with excellence. So we were constructed carefully, uniquely with the proper materials, the size, the, the shape, the, the strength, the toughness, the true nature, the goodness, the kindness, the grace, the mercy needed for our life. So be careful to not find yourself desiring a life you're not built for. And at that same place, succumbing to to lose the value of the life you've been built to have. That doesn't mean we don't have aspirations. That doesn't mean that we should not be going from one glory to the next, but we have to do it within what we've been built to do. So I hope this call has met you where you are. I hope it has given you some things to ponder. It has challenged you guys, and I appreciate you for joining us and listening with us. Thank you for being here at Wisdom Inspired. We truly do appreciate you, and we do not take you for granted. If you want to learn more about the AAC co-working community, we had a great, great time on yesterday with our uh, virtual networking event. You can email us at hello at aaccoworking.com and we'll give you instructions for registering. If you want to learn more about the membership program, we can do a one-on-one -on -one demo with you. It is the same email address, hello at aaccoworking.com. You guys have a great and wonderful day. We'll meet you back on the line tomorrow morning. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.